Hi, I'm Christine Dean, your DFW networking diva, connecting you to who you want to know. We have a lot of fun in here talking about anything to do with entrepreneurship, and I love introducing you to people I think you should know. So I want to introduce you to my good friend, Stacy Stockford. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the grand introduction. And um, you get to be like in sunny, warm weather, and I get to be in like freezing cold weather. Well, what, what temperature is it there today? Well, it is minus 14 right now Celsius. Okay. What does that mean to Americans? Cause that is, we don't do Celsius. Um, it's like, um, I don't know, probably 60. No, it's probably a little bit colder than that. I don't know. Like <laughs> 50, 50. All right. You better tell our audience why you're doing things in Celsius. <laughs> I am from Canada. So I get to be, um, I feel so privileged to be on this show because there's so many different um, ways to connect with people now. So I just love it. I love the fact that of the world of Zoom, the world of the internet has allowed us to meet so many people and connect with so many people. I just, I just love uh, being able to, to do this. It's awesome. Thanks for having me, Christine. Oh, absolutely. Stacy. tell them a little bit about you. How, how did you get to where you are? Well, it is quite an interesting story. So I started off with being a dental assistant in 2004. So I was in the dental industry until 2020 when the pandemic hit. So the pandemic hits and I decided, well, you know what? It's kind of, I've overstayed my welcome in this industry. I didn't want to go back and deal with all those procedures, protocols. How do we get people into the office and how do we make sure that they're wearing masks and all that grand stuff that happened a couple of years ago. So I decided to take my management um, people skills online and started with executive assisting. So my passion and main goal of what I do is connecting people. So whether that is um, by email or by text messaging or using a LinkedIn message, whatever that is, it connects with your audience. And how do you do that? How do you connect with your audience? And something else that I really, really love to do is phone calls. So the old fashioned pick up the phone and go ring, ring, ring. Hey, Christine, how you doing today? And actually talk to people and put a voice to a name. Because so many times we do text messages, we do emails, and people, it gets either put in spam or people see it and they reply back, but they don't really engage well back with that. But when you have somebody actually picking up the phone and calling and you have some enthusiasm on the other end of that call, you're more apt to actually book with that person and find out what that person wants. So that's my specialty in what I do is actually... Um, making those phone calls to those lists of people that everyone, we all, I all know that everyone has these lists of people on that in their databases, in their CRMs, they've gone to a conference, they've got a stack of business cards like this, and they're going, oh yeah, I'll contact them sometime. Oh yeah, I'll contact them sometime. But you don't know, you could be sitting on a, on a landmine of business. You could be introduced to somebody through those business cards that could be really good business for your business. So it's all about that building relationship. It's all about that connecting people together, but having that personal touch of a phone call or a personalized LinkedIn message. message. Not one of these general, oh, I see you're connected to same people or same industry as I am. How about actually taking the time to have somebody on your team that reads a profile to indicate that, oh, Christine really does match what I do. She's a networking diva. She loves to be out there talking to people. I love to talk to people. I need to get to know Christine. So this is a big thing that a lot of us really forget to do. And it has become such a world of texting and email and, oh, let's write a blog and post it. Those are all amazing ways to market. Don't get me wrong. They are amazing ways to market. But you need an extra level of nurturing the relationship. Allowing people to know, like, and trust you. But let's add another T to that. How about put that touch on it too with the voice? So we have the five senses, but we need to make sure we're using those smell, touch, hearing, sight, all of those things. We need to make sure that we're using those 
all of those to be able to reach our ideal client. So it's really what I love to do. Great explanation, Stacey. And you just really nail it. I mean, when we talk about marketing, right, a lot of times we think and we assume digital marketing, right? That has just become the trend. You know, it's hard to believe there was life before the Internet, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. But you, you really point out like we could do a blog and it just kind of sits there. And then I, I work with a lot of clients with digital marketing and they're like, well, how come nobody's commenting? But how many people saw it? Well, how many, right? Well, you're just kind of putting it up there saying, okay, somebody drive by and see this on. You're hoping that somebody will drive by and see it, right? There's not really anything um, assertive about that. You're not really reaching out to one individual person. You say, well, did you invite me to the party? Well, I put a post up. Okay, but remember back in the day when we used to do like handwritten invitations, you know, I just yeah. got a message from someone I'm um, saying, hey, you moved, what's your new address so I can send you a, a, an invitation? Wow, when yeah. the last time we had something that wasn't an email invitation, a LinkedIn invite or a Facebook invite, right? I mean, that's yeah, absolutely. Now, I mean, yeah. what a change, right? So going back to those ancient concepts of, phone calls. Hey, Stacy. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people nowadays, because we're so digital and we're so text-based, they have taken away the phone etiquette. Phone mm -hmm. etiquette is not as strong as what it was even five years ago when we think about it, right? So for me and the passion of coming from a dental, there's, there's something for me about answering a phone and not letting it ring past three rings max. Like you have to be really busy. If my phone rings three times, I am busy. Like, and chances are you're going to get my voicemail if I'm not answering after that first ring, you know, and then, but people don't realize how important that is in a business, right? So if a phone is saying a ringing off hook, ringing off hook, chances are you're getting a lot of hangups and people aren't even hearing your voicemail. Mm -hmm. That's so, true, right? having somebody answer the phone that knows how, knows how to do it, polite, knows how to do it well. Because I know I tell everybody, I'm like, usually I'm in a meeting. I can't answer my call. It's going to go to voicemail. Fastest way to get a hold of me is text, right? Text, that's what, how we're doing everything. So how unusual yep. is it? And how does that make your business stand out to be the one that actually has that phone call? Yep, exactly. So it does because there are people that answer the phone now and they're kind of shocked when the answer is like, hello? Like, this might this wait ring. a second there's a thing yeah exactly there there is a ringer on this thing like hey like how you doing and when you and for me when i'm calling my clients uh my clients lists i'm usually calling from a canadian number as well so i don't always have the access to call from an American number. So then it shows up as a different number. Then people are kind of like, it's kind of funny because there has been times where people have picked up the phone thinking, oh, I'm going to have fun with this spam caller, this, you know, this, this, um, this just marketing spammy call. And then they realize what you're calling about. And it's like, oh, oh, people actually still do this. Like I have had that uh -huh. reaction before that people actually still pick up the phone and call. And it's like, yeah, I do this because you know, it's the fastest way. It's not that I'm going to have the meeting or I'm going to give you a ton of detail on the call, but I'm going to get you in touch with the person that I think that you need to speak to so that therefore that person and you can get on a Zoom call or we can book a coffee date if you're local, you know, but so many times, even that, even that right there, booking a coffee date to go if somebody's local has gone to the wayside. We just have virtual coffees all the time, virtual coffees. Well, what about getting back into the vicinity of actually sitting across the table from someone? How about we come back into that for our nurturing and building our relationships and seeing how that is being in that same, same, um, you know, physical space as someone, you can feel the vibe. You can get a better vibe as to what's going on and where they're, you know, you can see a facial expression a little bit better. Um, you can you can kind of see if somebody's like nervous about something and, or, you know, like if they're, uh, if there's somebody that's a little bit shyer, you can kind of have a bit more of a, a lower key conversation where sometimes we go into our zooms just thinking everyone is on zoom. Oh, they must all love being on zoom when really in, in reality, that could be a very courageous of them to come to a zoom call. 
So we take those things for granted because you don't see that as much over a video chat. So when we have these in-person touches and the actual phone calls versus the text messaging to get in touch with our clients and to get in touch with our prospects, they're now shocked at it. Because before it used to be, oh, my phone rings off the hook. I'm not answering it anymore. Like, I'm, it's just so much. It just rings, rings, rings. Now it's like a, it's like a surprise when your phone rings. And you're well, like, looking and at I think it. we assume a lot of times that it's going to be spam and depending on your job, it may be <laughs> right. Exactly. Depending on what you're using your phone call for. But uh, I, I think um, you have a great point about, you know, wanting to build those relationships and doing it in a way that's different than everyone else. Right. Um, yeah. And if everybody else is doing emails then I don't know about you, but I probably delete 50 emails a day, at least uh, you know, spam, 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 spam. Right. And so sometimes things get lost and I'll tell my clients, if you send me something that's important, text me and let tell me to go check my email and I'll go look for it right now. Right. But or otherwise, you're going to get to it when I get past line. the other hundred <laughs> that are sitting exactly. there. Exactly. Right? So something else that a lot of what I've noticed too, with any emails like that, and when we're doing nurturing emails, there you need to have a title in that email that is going to grasp people to make them want to open it as well, right? So I think that's forgotten a lot. So when you're sending a call to someone, and here's another really good thing, and please, I can't emphasize this enough. If you are looking to build your email list, okay, if you're looking to build up an email list to build up a newsletter, take the time to contact people in a way of either a text message. I like to do the phone call and say, hey, I've got some new information coming out. You know, it uh, gives you an opportunity to maybe book a one-to-one -one Zoom with them. And also you could say, hey, I have, I'm gonna be starting a newsletter. Is it okay to add your email to that newsletter? Would you like to hear some more information from me? That permission-based marketing, like Seth Godin talks about, for example, that makes such a difference, the permission-based marketing instead of just sending a bunch of emails out on a whim and a prayer. So that's like the post and pray post and, you know, or, and then you get a lot of post and ghost because people are just like, what is this? Like, I'm, I didn't even know Stacy was doing any of this stuff or I didn't know Christine was doing it. So we just need to be nurturing. It's, it's all about constantly nurturing our contacts because, of, and then, like I said, in the beginning, the no like and trust factor comes from that, from getting those, calls those relationships, not spammy. We, you, I've never seen anybody, gosh, you know, I love people that spam me and send me junk and offer after offer after offer, right? <laughs> Said no one ever, right? So we really need to build those relationships. And even if you're going to do it through phone calls, right, or emails or newsletters, whatever, getting people's permission and their buy-in is huge. Well, so see, you tend to do this under with the title of executive assistant, right? I do. I do this under the title of executive system because I actually get on the phone with your prospects. I open up your calendar and I find a time on your booking link on your calendar with that person. So I don't just drop a booking link and expect the other person to click on it and actually book. I'm actually I take the time to say, hey, Christine, I've got um, I've got the calendar up here. Um, I'd like to book you on my calendar. Like, What day of the week or time of day works best for you? So it's not giving them a whole bunch of time. You need to ask some questions at, like what day of the week works for you. The client, the person on the other phone is going to let you know what works. And then you can go, okay, do you like to be called in? And do you like to have these meet, types of meetings in the morning or in the afternoon? And usually, you know, I don't do more than 30 minutes maximum for a booking unless it's something that the client has already a bit of an establishment with the contact where um, we could book a longer call, but usually 30 minutes max, 15 to 30 minutes. This is a get to know you, catching up, seeing where you're at, seeing where I'm at, and seeing how we can collaborate together and help each other. And that's the biggest part. We need to come back to collaboration and helping each other and creating the kingdom type impact where we're impacting multiple people in different ways, not just every call we have, every Zoom we have, going with the expectation of this needs to be a sale now. If you're right. constantly going in with this needs to be a sale now, sorry to tell you, a lot of people are going to find that spammy. So building slow relationship with people, and yes, it might take some time, but if you have that 15-minute call and then 
and then you're making sure that they know that you have maybe an upcoming master class. Maybe you're offering something. Maybe you want to invite them somewhere that you really like to go that's been beneficial for your um, business. So it's it's all about the having these calls about collaboration and informing each other about what you're doing so that when you're out and about, like Christine does with the networking, when you're out and about, they're going to think of you and you're going to think of them because it's going to be top of mind when you're in the networking space, right? Well, so Stacy, so, it's great for, I could see business owners going, yeah, I should do more phone calls. Yeah. But who's got time, right? Exactly. So is, boom. Insert executive assistant here. Someone who's got good people skills, right? A high, per, high personality. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and phone calls for you and, and do it on your behalf, right? So it's not weird to have you call on my behalf and say, you know, Christine, DFW Networking Diva has been wanting to um, book an appointment with you. She asked me to reach out, you know, um, when are you available, right? Yeah, exactly. It's been really well. Um, it's been well received for my clients and at the first when I started this, I really had that, you know, like all entrepreneurs do a little bit of imposter syndrome, like, oh, I know I can do it. But, you know, is really is this really something people are going to hire me to do? And I really surprised myself with the fact that people I couldn't believe the amount of people that say to me, oh, my goodness, my list hasn't been touched in so long because I, I don't have the time to make these calls. I need to be doing more money revenue generating things, not the nurturing things. So if you're doing this for me and you're booking these calls that are going to lead to revenue, then that is worth every penny of me, of me supporting your business. And again, with me being an executive assistant, I can also look at your calendar and look to see how busy you are. So I'm not going to just choose necessarily the first opportunity that's on your booking link. I'm going to have access to your actual calendar that that booking goes to. And I'm going to see, okay, Christine on this day already has six get to know you meetings. So I'm not going to offer this no November 30th date when I'm making calls today. I'm going to look ahead and maybe offer um, two or three days where it's a little bit lighter. So that's the point of having an executive system do this that is attention to detail about those things because you just – you could have somebody book it all day long and just click on the booking link and let people, but that doesn't necessarily communicate the right times and like overwhelm. Like we don't want to overwhelm. I don't want to overwhelm my clients with all these get to know you meetings when they need to have spots on their calendar for the actual money generating. So we have a conversation about that. How many of these types of calls are you wanting me to book each day? Do you only want to do a maximum of four of this type of call a day? Or do you want to do more? Do you have time in your brand? Are we booking off certain days to do this? So this is where kind of the missing link ends up happening. What I've found is people are just like, oh, here's my booking link. Just book it anywhere on here. And it's like, well, hang on a second. That's good and fine and dandy. But how many times do you send out this 30-minute booking link to people that are money generating versus people that may not quite be there yet. You have to nurture that into a money generating. So we need to get to know you ones. We need to know as the executive assistant, I need to know how many of those you want, want to be happening per day. And right. maybe you're choosing a certain day of the week that you just, you only want, that's the only type of call that you want on one day a week. Right. So there's a lot of choices and different ways to use those phone calls. So I'm just thinking about, OK, um, you mentioned having a stack of cards. Right. So you've been networking. You've got a stack of cards. You need some follow ups. Right. Um, and, and those that are entrepreneurs or um, have a small business. Right. Maybe they don't necessarily want to hire somebody full time. Right. That's not in their budget. That's not exactly. what they need at this point. Right. So it makes sense to bring somebody in. So, Stacey, you don't work with just one business at a time. Right. No, no, I work with multiple businesses because um, I, I usually work with about five hours a week, um, five hours a week per client of making these types of phone calls. So it's, you know, or you could hire, for example, one, I have a client that um, they had a full-time person running their CRM in their business. There was an employee actually on with them and they found that the employee was, um, had a phone phobia. So that's what I like to call it, the phobia of the phone. And she would not pick up the phone and make the calls to book. She was only sending emails and only sending text messages. So for that 
issue. Like she was being an employee with this company and they weren't seeing the results they were getting Mm -hmm. that they were paying for because this person was an employee. So not to say that all employees are like that. However, when you have someone like myself that is contracted out for just X amount of hours per week, then you know that those hours are being spent solely on the phone calls going out. And I also work with my clients and allow them to choose. Okay. So, you know, your clientele that are, that you're going to be calling, is there a certain day of the week or time of the day that works? So one of my clients, it's Monday, Monday in the afternoons is when it's best to reach his list. I can try his list other days of the week, but for the knowledge that he has, when he has made the calls himself, it's, on Mondays. And um, it's also good to know that when you're hiring someone like myself to do these types of calls, do you already have a CRM hooked up so that I have a place to leave notes that you can go back to when that person books a call with you? Or so that we can hook up a phone that doesn't show up my phone number, because it is best that it show up a phone number that's connected to you. So then it it is somebody, it's okay that it shows up like a business number. However, it's kind of um, the response rate is best if you have it showing up as your business number and not as my personal number, because I get, um, I have had the experience of, oh, good thing you really went into, you were confident with your voice and, and went into what you wanted right away because I was ready to uh, blast you for being a spam call. Like I had somebody say that one day and it was kind of, high, it was, it was kind of funny because then it was a topic of conversation, Right. So then it got them going and then they trusted me a little bit more once I said who I was and why I was calling and things like that. Well, I'm just thinking about all the possibilities when it comes to phone calls, right? So you mentioned the stack of business cards. So maybe you're out business networking and you need those calls. Maybe you've got a a client base, right, that you haven't that you want to revive. Right. Maybe they haven't used your services in a while. Right. So let's throw an industry out there. Um, You mentioned dental. Right. So if you're in the dental industry and you have people that you haven't seen in a while, sure, you can. There may be on some kind of drip email. They might get an email occasionally. Maybe they're on on automated text once a year or they get an email. Right. But how many times do they get a phone call like, hey. You know, this is a uh, Stacy calling from the blah, blah, dental office. And, you know, you haven't been in for a while. And we just wanted to call and check on you. Absolutely. And how are you doing? And you know what? I know we're all, and especially right now, it's a perfect time for that because there are so many people that have had lots of fears about going back into a dental office. So taking a moment to reassure patients, reassure them um, that it is okay to come back in and that we have this all in place. That is really important to do. And sending a text message, you don't get that through. Like, I don't care what you say, you can put in that message. You know, we have all these policies, procedures, protocols, but that means nothing to somebody who may have an anxiety of dentistry. They've been dealing. How do you know that your patient that you haven't contacted in a year is dealing with a major toothache, but they're scared to pick up the phone and call you? Right. Yeah. Right. So they could That's be scared. Exactly to what it is. So you could reach out to um, former clients that you haven't seen yeah. in a while. Right. So you might be like, hey, I haven't seen, heard from you in a while. Whatever. They asked me to reach out. And um, you could also do um, that with offering a new service to old clients. Right. Yeah, exactly. We'll offer that service to current clients. Right. So maybe you've got something new that you're offering. You know, we're now having a special on um Holiday means getting you through the holidays and into next year for your social media, right? Whatever it is, right? You can call the current client list. You can call the, the former client list, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. What other things? How else can we use the phone? If we were going to use the phone more effectively, how else could we use it? And using can, an executive assistant. We could use it literally. It's the holidays coming up. We could literally start the call with... Um, Christine wanted me to reach out to you and wish you a happy holiday and wishing you all the best for 2023. And this is, you know, I'd love to schedule a time. So she'd like to personally actually wish you a happy holiday. So that's the other way too. We could use the holidays to our advantage and we could call people on that regard. When it comes to like, we'll just kind of step back to any kind of office that runs revenue off of booking appointments. So there's more than dental. We could do dental. We could do chiropractor. We could do um, nail salons. What would perfect would be for like nail salons, estheticians, solopreneurs type people that they're 
making money when they're actually providing their service. They're not making the money by booking, spending eight hours and calling these calls. They're making the money when they look at their schedule and go, oh, this is full. And, you know, it's it's somebody like Stacy who has made these calls and booked those in. We could have people that haven't had a haven't had any self-care time for a while and it's stressful with the holidays, right? So there's lots of different industries that, that I can help with. I can help with lots of- well, I was just thinking, you talked about stress. So massage, you know, if you went stepped massage, in, you were to yes. work with a solopreneur and say, okay, give me your list. Let me work my way through it and let's see who, who wants to come in for an appointment, right? Yeah, and like if you're putting on a holiday promotion, if you're, um, you know, people might be thinking, oh, I can't really- you know, I don't really have time to do that or my benefits are coming to the end. That's the other thing, too, when you're thinking about this time of year and anything in regards to dental, chiropractor, eye doctor. Um, again, we can go right back to those massage therapists or the physiotherapists, those types of people who are that solopreneur and they work more by themselves. Or maybe there's only one or two people on their team. And let's be real here. It is a lot of work to do for a couple of people. So let's why not outsource this one aspect and let our in-house team deal with the face-to-face people coming in? Absolutely. And I was just thinking, you know, the beginning of the year stuff, right? You know, Christine, the DFW Networking Diva handed me a list of some of her favorite people that she hasn't had a chance to catch up with. And you're on that list and she really wants to talk to you, right? There you go, right? Schedule them all in January. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, did you know Christine's doing a podcast now? Like Christine's podcast is fairly is a little bit new. So being on live like this, Christine has great following. But did you know that she's actually doing this? You know, right. Letting people know what you're doing and what you're up to, that your business has changed. And you'd be surprised how many times um, people don't always know what you do. Exactly. Exactly. They see and because that you haven't done before or they forget or you know things fade there oh oh i didn't realize you were doing that right so sometimes you just nice simple phone call a catch-up right quick 30 minute phone call out of it you know that you got scheduled by your executive assistant to make life a little bit easier for you so you don't just do phone calls though right what else do you do stacy I also do some email inbox management. I can take care of your LinkedIn inbox management. Um, Ooh. And- Hold on, Stacy. Did you say LinkedIn? Now, somebody could go through all your LinkedIn connections and make phone calls and book those appointments for everybody on your LinkedIn because you might have people on there that you don't know very well yet. Exactly. You might have. Ex- it, that's a perfect example. And then you also preface it with you could send a little message too, like, look. It's been a little while since we've connected. I noticed we've been um, connected for a bit, but we haven't actually got a Zoom call. You know, I think that's been overlooked. You could send a message to that. If the message didn't get um, answered to, then you could send a a phone call saying, hey, popped your message a couple weeks ago. You know, how are you doing? I would really, you know, Christine would really like to get in touch with you kind of thing. So I do this through the client's um, LinkedIn. So that's how we would start with that. And then I can also follow it up with the, with a phone call on my client's behalf. And it's also an opportunity to update your CRM when you're doing that. So you can know what the best email is for people. What is the best? Hey, do we want to do a holiday campaign? What's the best address? How can we, how can Christine, Christine wants to celebrate you. She wants to make sure that she's touching you a couple of times throughout the year. Is that okay? Let's, you know, is your birthday? Can I, could we uh, add a birthday to you? Like there's all kinds of different things. People love to be celebrated. This is what we need to remember. People love to be celebrated. Just as much as the old-fashioned phone call, getting a physical piece of mail that's not digital is actually coming back. It's nostalgic, right? Like going to that mailbox and there's actually something there. Oh, wow. It's not a bill. Right? (laughs) Something to smile over, not something like, oh, man. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So just it could be that simple note. It could be a simple note with you know, a $5 coffee card in it for your clients of your good, good clients that have supported you throughout the year. But who does all of that back end work? Right. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have somebody help you with that because that just doesn't fit into your day to day and what you're already doing. Right. Bring in an expert yeah. that knows how to do and has been doing it for years and knows how to do it well. This way you get the kind of responses that you want. 
And when you think about it, we're connected. We have so many connections, right? But are we really taking the time to nurture those connections like we need to? And and when you think about it, right, most of us aren't. Like I said, I've got 5,000 plus connections on LinkedIn, right? Why are we focusing so much energy on meeting new people and prospecting for our business when we're not even nurturing what we have? Exactly. And that's a very good point, Christine, like nurture the list that already kind of know you and get to know those people better. That's really important. You get to know those people better, even if it is from, like I said, those stack of business cards that you went to that conference, that the list of people from that conference, they took a moment to stop and talk to you at your booth. For example, if you were in an expo type thing, you know, they took a moment to, to give you a name and an email. They're expecting you to call them. Like if you don't call them for six months, they're going to forget who you are. They're not even going to remember where they met you from. So if you don't have time to reach out to everyone after doing these types of things, that's where you have someone like me come on and just give you a little nudge, give you a, get, hold you up, lift you up just a little bit and hold you up and just talk, talk you right up about whatever it is that you're, whatever you're doing and why it is you want to talk to someone. And it makes a big difference. You know what? A mundane, boring call. call. Somebody calls and says, oh, hi, my name is Stacy. I'm, I'm calling on behalf of, no, my name is Stacy. I'm, you know, how are you today? I'm calling on behalf of Christine. She's, she's given me your name and phone number and asked me to reach out. She's really been working hard at her networking and would love to touch base with you. And, and, you know, get to know you a little bit better. That is so much different than having someone with a, that doesn't have that passion in their voice making those calls out, no matter what that call could be. That could be the dental call. If you have somebody right, calling so you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go crazy here. So it sounds like not only can you do um, call current clients, call old clients, call prospects from the business cards, right? You can invite people to an upcoming holiday party. Absolutely. Right? Uh, you may send an email out or maybe it went out on Meetup, right? Or maybe it's part of a network. Maybe you're trying to grow your networking group, right? And maybe Stacy's going to make those phone calls for you and be like, hey, we've got this great meeting. You know, we'd love to have you there. We don't have anybody from your industry. We'd love to have you come in and talk, right? And start getting those people attending whatever it is that you want them to attend because just blasting it out on social media. I think we've become to the point where we're overwhelmed. We've got so much on there. Right. There's so much going on. Got All these messages being shout out, being invited to all these different digital events and trying to figure out which ones we want to invest our time in. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you have a whole bunch, let's say, for example, I have a client that I go into his account and I have probably at least at least 20 or more a week of invitations to events. Now, if you have when you this is something that people may not know, let's talk about how LinkedIn events work for a second. When you send out an invitation to LinkedIn events and people say, yes, they're going, you can grab a list. Maybe none. Maybe after the fact, you had a list of 100 people, but you only had 25 people show up to the actual event. Where are those other 75 people? You're going to leave them in the loop to just be there. Or are you going to take a moment to reach out to them again? And contact them and be like, hey, I noticed you signed up for my for my uh, networking event, but I you didn't end up attending. I'd still love to offer you the information. Still love to have a quick connection call because I've seen it. And then a lot of times they're like, oh, right. I put that on my calendar and I didn't even think about it. Like I didn't I didn't set my reminders for that. Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. Right? I'll say but then you get them to, hey, why don't I go ahead and send you the replay link? And while I've got you on the phone, let's set up a phone call so you guys can sit and chat. Exactly. Exactly. So you can, I it's can like a double way. Coming in handy. So, Stacy, when you said you normally do about five hours a week per client, right? So you can only take on so many clients, but I'm hoping you can take a couple on because uh, what you're sharing is like, woo, I know some people yeah. that need that, right? So I'm, I'm thinking Absolutely. people are probably listening, going, oh, I need a Stacy in my life. Absolutely. I would love to connect with anyone. Please come. Connect with me on social media. I'm easy to find on Facebook. I'm easy to find on LinkedIn. All of those things, my booking link. You can grab a time and just send me an email or book with me. It's all good. Let's connect and see how we can um, 
see how I can help you with these nurturing of the phone calls. And you know what? It doesn't even have to be a full five hours um, a week. That's that's not how it has to be either. So we can customize it to what works for you and what works for my schedule. Because I get to be, and I have a bit of an advantage here. I'm right smack dab in the middle of North America. So I am in central time zone. So being in central time zone, you get a lot of wiggle room for the Pacific time zone for me to still work in a reasonable amount of hours. And then I can go east as well. So I get to um, serve a lot of clients, a lot of different time zones and that's, that's what excites me the most about working with this. It does, And I get to meet amazing entrepreneurs that I would never have the opportunity to meet. So my online world of coming in to working online was actually interviewing entrepreneurs just like this, Christine, for podcasting. So I worked for a company that I would I'd have a list of people booked and I would jump on Zoom and just have a chat with them and learn their story and put them on a podcast that fits their story. So it's amazing the amount of people I've met. I'm so grateful for this online world. And, you know, it's really um, opened up a lot of avenues for a lot of different people. So if you're shy of the phone and it's not something you like to do, that is definitely that phone weighs two ounces to me, not that 5,000 pounds. A lot of people say it say it does. Right. Those who don't like to make phone calls, right? They, and you get your introverts, right? If you get them one-on-one -on -one with somebody, they're already in the room waiting for you. You're booked, right? That's great, right? If they have to actually make that phone call, they're feeling a little nervous about that, right? Not everybody yeah. can have that extrovert personality. But if you have a Stacy in your pocket, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the other thing too, here's another thing that happened to me when I first started doing the LinkedIn messages. So I ran in um, a fellow's LinkedIn message uh, inbox and I didn't have any emotional connection to any of his connections, right? So I didn't know any of his connections. I was in his inbox doing the work of typing up the message of, hey, it's been a while since we've connected. Are you open to a quick chat? So I would send that message out. I ended up connecting him with someone that he would have never, he's come back to me and said, I would have never in a million years reached out to that person because I would have never thought he'd get on the call with me. You booked a call with him for me that led me to a large contract down the road. It took some time to nurture it, but it ended up closing into a large contract. And he said, thanks, Stacey, because I had been looking at that contact and wanting to reach out, but didn't know how to reach out. You didn't, you didn't know why you were like, you didn't know anything about that, that I had a, a connection from a past workplace with this person. It wasn't a negative one. It was just, I just thought that that person would be too high up in their role and they wouldn't want to talk to little old me, you know, and that's the mindset. So that's where you may get imposter syndrome, whereas really you could be missing out on having a conversation that could impact and be that impact for your business for the year. So yeah, I was able to do that. So you that's like one of my case studies. Yeah, that's a great one because you might feel awkward like, oh, I haven't talked to this person in a really long time. Ouch, right? And you feel weird calling, but Stacy doesn't know that, right? She's just going to run through it anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she's yeah. not going to have that same kind of reluctance you might have of like, did it, when, when was the last time I talked to that person? So keep building those relationships we already have. I mean, prospecting, they talk about, oh, meeting new people. Talk to the people you already have. You would be surprised how many people on your, your phone list, right, that that you haven't talked to in a while. That might be and you, in your services. And don't assume because they weren't didn't need it before doesn't mean they don't need it now. And if you haven't yeah. talked to somebody in a year, six months, or even a couple of years, they could have completely shifted their lives. They might have left corporate. They might be doing, a, you know, their own entrepreneurial stuff now. Uh, it, it happens all the time. So don't be surprised. Yeah. We stop ourselves. We are exactly enemy and, and tell ourselves, oh no, they wouldn't be interested in talking to us. Or right. We do that to ourselves. I always tell my, my clients when I coach with them, I'm like, who is it that you want to talk to? All right, start nurturing that relationship. And they yep. have amazing results of talking to people that they never thought they would have done. And if I hadn't told them, you know, go for it, do it, right? And this is how you do it, they they would never have even tried, right? But see, absolutely. And actually have you do it <laughs> and have you start yep. building it and then at the point that they're ready to hand it off right you just kind of pass it off to them and they're they're there for the phone call exactly exactly and it just makes so much sense too like what you just said christine with people are always changing and doing new things so and 
people who are in a lot of change and growth don't always remember to update their social media. So true. Right. So they many a time. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Many of times where I've looked at my social media and be like, oh, it's been a bit since I've talked to that person, get on a phone call and they're not even at that company anymore. They're doing something completely different, but they haven't posted anywhere. But had I not reached out to them, I wouldn't know that. Right. Sometimes they don't realize um, that they have an update. And sometimes people will lose their job and not post that on there because they don't want to admit that they've lost their job. Well, if you don't tell us, then how are we going to know and how can we help you? Right. So people aren't always up to date. And then some people just don't check it very often at all. Right. I've had people like, oh, I meant to accept this request, but I didn't see it until now. And I'm like, "Hmm, I sent that six months ago. Well, welcome. (laughs) Welcome Exactly. Exactly. And whereas so, if I picked up the phone and called them, <laughs> I probably would have gotten through a lot faster than waiting for them to accept my LinkedIn connection. Right. So uh, yeah. there's there's many options out there. Right. So if you don't have the time to do it yourself, bring in a specialist where that's what they do all the time and they do it well. So yeah, if you're needing absolutely. an executive assistant, <laughs> give I, me a I, call. I, reaching out to Stacy and see if she's got some time on her schedule she can do. And you guys can talk about whatever it is that you really need to do and really lean into her as an expert for nurturing because she's going to have some ideas. Okay, let's do a two prong. Let's do it with the email and then let's follow it up with a phone call and vice versa and make things happen. Right. So she might have some good ideas for you. So this is where executives, if you've never had an executive assistant, if you've never had an assistant, a virtual assistant before, you don't even know what you don't know and you don't know what the possibilities are, right? So take the time, make a list of the things that you would like to get to that you haven't managed to find time to get to. Because I guarantee if you haven't found that time in the last month, two months, six months, a year, it's not going to happen unless you bring in somebody to help you, right? So come up with that list of things that you'd really like to get accomplished that you can hand off, right? What is it that doesn't have to have your touch, but someone else could touch it and then pass it off to you when the time's right? Right. Absolutely. And here's the here's the other thing out there. This is something else I'll kind of leave this last little nugget of a thought here. So there are many multiple virtual assistants out there. There's all kinds of people that are doing virtual assisting out there. However, there's very few people that will actually pick up the phone. There's tons of digital virtual assistants out there Mm -hmm. that will do all kinds of digital work for you. And they do amazing work. Majority of those people will not pick up the phone and make a phone call to save their soul because that's not their style. That Mm -hmm. is not what they enjoy doing. It's not what fills their cup. Now, if you if you ask me to update a website, I that doesn't fill my cup. And I'm going to tell you that. But I'm going to say, hey let's get somebody who does and then let's grab the contact list from the traffic that that's generated on your website and that's where i come into play so this is the other thing about working with an executive assistant that specializes in one or two things versus working with a general va that's going to tell you oh i can do digital marketing for everything oh i can do all things for everyone that's not what i do i'm very specific in what i do and it's all about the nurturing of that of that either current client, prospective client, past client to bring them back in to your know, like, and trust. It doesn't always guarantee that that one phone call is going to generate money. However, that one phone call gets you back on that person's radar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Stacy. Great explanation. And really, like you said, it's a specialty. You can't hire just anybody to do phones. You can't. You, you do, do they have the right personality for it? Are they friendly? Are they likable? Right? Are they going to be able to help build that rapport? Because having the wrong person on your phone, doing your phones, is murder. You will kill your business. You will tank your business having the wrong person on phones. Right? When you call a business, and what? Did you just answer oh. the phone saying what? Who <laughs> you just put my blood pressure through the roof saying that? I tell you, I. I am the type of person that when I walk into a physical store, if I go into a physical store and the first person I see in that store that works there doesn't at least say, hello, how are you today? Unless it's a store that I can go about and get things on my own, chances are I'm turning around and going to the next store. I have literally had money in my pocket to spend in a store 
got a bad vibe walking in and turn around. Nope. Sorry. I'm not spending my money here. And go well, on to that's the next the thing. Store. A lot of times your clients won't say anything. They just yeah. leave. They yeah. just take their money and they leave. Right. So customer service is huge. Right. So if you're needing um, somebody to come in and maybe train them a little bit, your people answering yeah. phones. I bet that's something, Stacey. That I definitely do. I definitely can come in and help um, help you with your team, like the team dynamics and the communication levels that your team have with your clients, also with you. So when we're, let's say we're talking about a dental office, there could be a misconnect from what the clinical staff speaks, how the clinical staff describes something to the clerical administrative staff and how the administrative staff describes that to your patient who is actually going to book the appointment for the treatment that you have just spent time to discuss with them. But there could well, be yeah, a communication a gaps. Specialty fields where they've got special lingo may not be how you want to talk to the clients, right? I was just on a call yesterday with somebody and I said, okay, um, you know, the person that just left the, the call needs to never work with clients. They need to stay in the back end and never talk to a client. You know that, right? <laughs> and they're like, yes. <laughs> so, you know, people have skill sets. Lean into those that are in their flow and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and they enjoy what they're doing, right? Those are the kind of people you want in those positions. You know, you don't want somebody, you'd rather bring somebody in part-time and do that one thing really well than to have somebody, well, I was going to have my full-time person do it. Okay, but if your full-time person isn't good at it, you're not doing yes. yourself any favors. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are burning money. Literally, this is, I remember one client, I, one office I worked in when I was, a, was a, an office manager. And I literally looked at the doctor within the first month of working with this particular client. And I went, oh, you must really like just throwing money out the door. And he went, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I had stacks of information to share with him that he had no idea that the person that was supposed to be doing this simply wasn't stapling two pieces of paper together. And it caused a ton of loss in revenue. That can be the same as your phone calls. If those phone calls aren't going out to your patients, you could be losing a lot of revenue that's just sitting there. Mm -hmm. And then what are you going to do? Then you're going to have patients that have emergencies happen and you don't have your schedule is booked and you can't fit that emergency in. So now here all of a sudden you don't have the greatest name on the street because your patient who you said you would take care of the first time you seen them didn't get contact and communication from the office enough time. And then they ended up with a bad toothache or they ended up with, you know, something that could have been preventable. So let's do preventive phone calls with nurturing them and getting them in to, to your to your funnel, whether that is a through a, a dental office, a chiro office, or your business coach, and you talked to somebody six months ago, and they said, Oh, follow up with me again in three months, well, three months have gone by, or you talked to somebody last year, and they said, follow up with me, and you simply, they got lost in the dust of the papers of the, you know, digital notes. So let's have a chat. And let's see how I can, how I can collaborate with you and and join forces and then just make your make it happen for you because I, I just really it really fuels me to do this it really fuels me to get on the phone and um just for the record accents are kind of my thing too and you Americans all across the US you guys have such cool accents down there and everyone says I have a cool accent too so it's really neat to kind of just get to know people and that's always the top of a conversation too is like you pick up on where people are from from that so yeah it's pretty cool I was thinking the Canadian accent sounded very similar. I didn't see that big of a difference between that and, uh, and the American accent, but maybe there is. I, I Probably there's different areas and regions across America. That exactly. Are but uh, you're originally from New York, right? No, not me. Don't look at me. My honey bunny's from New York. And he's still, honey bunny after is. 20 oh, years, okay. still has the New York accent. <laughs> I, for a lot of years, have been asked if I'm a New Yorker. That's why I was thinking of that. Oh, that's funny. No, but, and I know um, we didn't really have time to touch on it. This time, I guess we'll have to have you back then. Because I think I heard a noise in the background. You did. You I did. did. Is that, he was is just, that right? He was, 
It was Ralph. Yes. He's just moving around here and he's at my feet now going, okay, okay, mom, you've been talking a little too long. So I have Pay an amazing little to me. All right. So tell everybody real quick, tell us about Ralph. Cause you know, I'm a dog lover <laughs> and I know we Ralph have a lot of dog lovers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for asking Christine. That's really awesome of you. So my American bulldog, um, boxer cross comes to work with me every day and he is at my feet right now gnawing on a bone and just gave a big sigh just then as uh, Christina said that because he has his own chair and um, I kind of blocked the chair before we started with putting a jacket there so he just gave me a dirty look as if said mom you took my chair he was he was waiting to come he was probably a good thing because he would have got on my desk he likes to get on my desk and bomb my videos so it's kind of funny He's my big suck baby. And uh, yeah, so it's great. That's the other great thing about working virtually. Um, I don't have to leave my fur baby at home. He gets to be right with me. I love that. And I have my my fur babies usually wrapped up at my feet or sometimes he'll be on the side giving me those little eyes, right? Is it break time yet? I, I'm pretty sure I need some cheese out of the fridge or something, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And look, he's been good the whole time. We've been on here for almost an hour and he's been an angel this whole time. So I don't know about you. For me, that's one of the blessings being able to work from home is having my fur babies there. So I had to do a yes. shout out for, for Ralph. Hi, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. Thanks so much. He is, he's so pretty talkative. So. Talk to Stacy. Please reach out. Stacy, you want to share your email with them for those that are yeah. listening? Absolutely. So my email is Stacy at strive to thrive services.com. And you can always find me at my booking link um, as well, which I'll drop here in the comments. Um, and you can grab a grab a time with me through my booking link as well. I'd love to meet with anyone and anyone who's, who's a friend of Christine's is a friend of mine. Let's connect and see how we can help each other. Exactly. So I highly recommend her if you've been thinking about it, you've been on the fence, going, gosh, you know, maybe I do need an executive assistant, but I've never had one before. I'm not quite sure how to make that work. Stacy has experience. She can help walk you through the process and tell you, hey, I'm the girl for you, or you know what? What you need to hire is, right? She won't steal your role. So absolutely. I would recommend wholeheartedly reach out to Stacy if she can be of help to you. And Stacy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us and talking to us about nurturing and how important it is really to communicate um, verbally. Go figure. We've forgotten that absolutely. talent, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Christine. And I welcome to have a meeting with anyone that's, uh, like I said, that's in Christine's uh, networking circles. And yeah, thanks again. All right. Come play again, Stacy. Thank you. I will for sure. Take care. Happy holidays, everyone.